Are we on? You guys are live now. Sorry right. about that, folks. We dropped power. We had an issue. We've got that issue resolved. We should be good to go for the rest of the game. We apologize for losing you there. Let's get you caught up. Woodland scored two runs in the top of the first. McCormick, Williamson, Waits, all reached. Waits, an RBI single. Williamson came home on a throwing error. And Woodland leads it two to nothing as we are in the top of the second inning. Cedar Bluff is at, at the plate. Haley Allen, the right fielder, in an 0-2 count after a leadoff double by Natalie Beatty to start the second. So a runner at second, nobody out, top of the second inning. Woodland leading it 2 to nothing. Rayleigh Williams had Allen out in front, and it's still 0-2 as she fouled it off. And we do apologize for that uh Power out. I just don't know where it came from because I kept plugging this back in, but I think I think it just uh, it was down long enough long that enough it, to kill everything. We couldn't it. reboot right away. Well, their their uh, fan hadn't got back on either, so that one is low. One and two now. Two and two. I beg your pardon. but I do have confirmation we are good now. The 2-2 hitter. Hitter in the leg. So Allen goes down to first. Two runners aboard for Cedar Bluff to start the second. Allen gonna walk it off a little bit. That got her, her left leg, her front leg as she stands in the batter's box. That's me. And the batter will be Emma Haney, the center fielder. Haney swings at the first pitch, fouls it back to the screen, 0-1. Yeah, I was trying to balance you and Brett then, and, and I wasn't sure which one, so I was kind of playing with it. And Rayleigh's been in these situations before. She can, she can pitch her way out of it. That one misses low and in to even the count, 1-1. One to Haney. She hits that one over, Lovern at third and into left. And the throw will come in before the runner has a chance to come home from second, but the bases are loaded with nobody out. On the base hit by Haney. And Sienna Smith, the number eight hitter in the lineup, will be the batter. Yeah, we saw Rayleigh Williams get into trouble late in the game, and they and they took her out. This is early. This is a situation yeah. where, yeah, you want to let her see if she can work her way out of this, but it's it's a mess right now. Bases loaded, nobody out here in the second. Swung on and hit on a soft line to McCormick at first. She comes home to get the out. Good defensive play to cut down the run at home and get the first out of the inning. So Beatty is retired. Everybody moves up a spot. Base is still loaded, one out now. And Zania Kyle, the left fielder, number nine hitter. She swings at the first one, fouls it back for strike one.
You can turn a double play, you can end the inning. Infield playing in. They'll come home just like McCormick did if they get one right at them. That one gets past Lovern, though, into left. One run comes home. The, whole, the throw comes in quickly and gets past the catcher, but nobody's going to go anywhere. Just the one run in on the base hit by Kyle. Two to one now to score. Woodland still leads it. Allen comes in to score. Haney to third. Smith to second. Kyle at first in the top of the order up now. Harley Nelson. First pitch to her is hit into right. Waits is going to get over there and make the catch. The runner did not tag. And Woodland now with a chance to get out of the inning. Base is still loaded, two outs. A shallow fly to right. Good running catch by Ella Waits. And I saw a lot of ball there, Brett. Yeah. I, I was afraid that one was going to squirm out of the glove. But she, uh, as you said, two hands while learning, she, she threw that hand over it. Keep it in. And now Maddie Payne. Little pop over short. Williamson can't reach it. It's just over her head. Two runs are going to come home. Cedar Bluff takes the lead three to two. The throw gets over the catcher. Runners will end up at second and third. And a two-out base hit by Maddie Payne has given Cedar Bluff the lead. Still playing a little up right there. Just got over the back of them. We've seen several like that in Woodland's favor, but also go against them. I mean, from our angle, that couldn't have been more than just a few inches out of the reach of Leah Williamson. She just couldn't quite get to it. This one's hit in the air to the right side. Second baseman Crenshaw puts that one away with the mask in her hand, and that will end the inning, but not before Cedar Bluff puts up a three spot and we'll go to the bottom of the second. Woodland now trails at 3-2. to two. Save every day at WM Groceries. Save every day at WM Groceries. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount to those 55 and older with certain restrictions, a full deli at all locations, the meat department with a full-time butcher, available for freshly cut meats. Be sure to look for the Pick 5 for just $19.99. If you don't have the WM Grocery app, download it to your smart device today and make shopping easy. WM Grocery with four locations open seven days a week. WM Grocery in Heflin, Piedmont, Widawi, and Roanoke, Alabama. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Three to two, our score. Cedar Bluff has rallied in their half of the second. They score three runs to take the lead here early, but still plenty of time left in this ball game. Elimination game. The loser, this will be their last game of the season. The winner goes on to play tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock and continue on in this state tournament, three to two. The bottom of the order. 
It'll be Wilson, Williams, and Chapel, 7-8-9 for the Lady Cats. And as Adam said during the break, just as Cedar Bluff answered with their bats, Woodland's got to do the same thing right here. Swung on and hit slowly past the circle. The throw is late. Hit out to second. Wilson beat it out. I, I was screened. Did she bobble that out a second? No. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't see either. But No, I had a pretty good view of it looking down there. She did not bobble it. It was just, you know, it was a two or three hopper that just wasn't uh, hit hard. So a leadoff infield single for Taylor Wilson. Rayleigh Williams at the plate. First pitch, misses low and in. One ball, no strikes to Williams. And you know something, there's something to getting that leadoff runner on every time. It just it just puts that extra pressure on the defense so much. Rayleigh Williams has had one hit in each of the first two games today. In fact, in that Maplesville game, every hitter in the lineup had at least one hit. As Woodland exploded for 11 runs. Williams, that was pitch was a ball, wasn't it? Two and zero. Yeah, it should be two and zero. Runner goes. The throw down to second is going to be oh in time. Wow. Taylor Wilson throwing out, trying to steal second. The throw definitely beat her. Yeah. I don't know if the tag was there, but when the throw was there, that much ahead of the runner. You're going to get the benefit you go, of the doubt. You, most of the time, I, you're going to get that call. And, Tim, I saw what you saw on that. Uh, it looked like the tag came around the, the midsection uh, around the belt line, and you thought she might have got that foot in there, and that's kind of what I saw from, from this angle. Yeah, it looked like the foot might have gone in, but, as I said, the throw was there so far ahead of her. Very rarely do you get that call. Called strike on the 3-1. That one... <laughs> Woodland fans thought it was low. Everybody it, in the park thought it was low. <laughs> Cedar Bluff fans thought it was low, but they're not complaining. Yeah, they're, no. they're very happy about it. 3-2. Three, three, Rayleigh just shook her head, smiled. Pitched that one, no doubt about it. Bounced up there for ball four. Funny how some of those things work out. Yeah. Now we'll get to see how big the caught stealing is, uh, you know, with, with one out and a runner at first. And it was a good throw by the catcher, Harley Nelson, on the, on the stolen base attempt. So I want to mention her and give her credit. Yeah, and I was going to say the, the throw down to second on the stolen base, it was to the first base side, you know, to the correct side of the bag. It was, it was a perfect throw. The ball beat her. Like we said, it just from this angle, it just looked like uh, she might have got that foot in there. Chloe Chapel at the plate, number nine hitter. Takes low for ball one. Chapel went one for three in the Maplesville game. Did not have a hit. Went 0 for three against Skyline earlier today, so she's one for six in the tournament. Some of those were really close, though. They yes. Good hit. She's putting the ball in play and, and putting, putting the defense to task all day. Takes low, 2-0. and 
We're not going to battle the sun much longer. I personally will be glad. <laughs> that fair skin. Yeah. Walking sunscreen commercial. Yeah. That's right. Swing and a miss. It popped away from the catcher, but she kept it in front. Rayleigh Williams will hold it first. It's two and one to Chloe Chapel. If Woodland wins the state tournament, I think Chantley needs to throw a pizza party. Pizza and wings. Yeah. With wings, yeah, yes. That's right, that's right. Where, where did he go? <laughs> I can tell you, if Aspen's back at the restaurant, she's cringing right now. <laughs> don't say that, Tim. Shut your mouth. Yeah, please don't say that. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Yes, Woodland win, no pizza party. <laughs> Hit in the air to right center. That is going to get down in the front of the center fielder. Williams had to hold to make sure it wasn't caught. She gets to second. It's a base hit for Chapel. First and second with one out. And the hottest bat in the universe coming to the plate in Mackenzie McCormick. <laughs> McCormick, as I said, went four for four in the game against Maplesville, had two doubles and a home run. As we were off the air, she got a base hit to start the game off for Woodland in the first inning of this one. So that makes five straight at-bats for McCormick where she's had a hit. She also had a base hit, went one for three this morning against Skyline. Swings at the first pitch and hits it in the air to center. Not very deep, though. And the catch is made out there. Put the, put the hex on her. And she is retired for out number two. She had a good swing on it. Just needed a little bit more. Just got under it. Got the good part of the bat on it, but, but got under it and flied out to center. Williamson at the plate now with two outs, runners first and second. Williams at second after the walk. Chapel at first after her base hit. Leah Williamson had a walk her first time up. She swings at the first pitch. She was fooled by that breaking ball that dove off the plate, and it's 0-1. The 0-1, swing and a miss. That one down and in. She went up and away, got her to chase. That one probably had the plate, would have been a strike, but a good location low and in in the strike zone. And Williams couldn't Williamson couldn't square it up. She's swinging the bat well, too. One for three. A couple of runs scored against Maplesville. She hits one over short. That one's going to get down into left. Right Williams gonna score. is going to come home, and we are tied 3-3. Three to three. Leah Williamson, a clutch two-out base hit, has tied this ball game. There's your answer, folks. You, we needed that. Resiliency. And that's your leadership right there. A junior, somebody who's playing, been playing this game in the starting lineup for Woodland for a long time, and that moment was not too big for her. She had a couple of pitches right there. She looked at her bat kind of like uh, <laughs> the guy in Major League, like, hey, what happened here? <laughs> and then she pokes that one over to the shortstop. That's right. Fouled off the bat of Ella Waits. All right, Ella, pull this one right center field. Chloe Chapel at second. Leah Williamson at first. A run in tie game. Three to three here, bottom of the second. Woodland looking for some more two-out magic in the bat of Ella Waits. She had a base hit and drove home a run her first time up. 
Takes, that one just missed low and away. Good take and it's one and one. One ball, one strike, here's the pitch. Grounded over the circle, out towards second. She can't handle it, everybody is safe. Caitlin Slayton got the glove on it and bobbled it just for a moment. And that cost her, allowed Waves to beat it out. The bases are loaded. And I'm going to get on Ella a little bit. That, yeah. that, that's the second time that we've seen her do it. And I, I want to ask her, uh, she, she's made that wide turn. Shortest uh, and distance. It made, yeah, and made that play closer than it probably yeah. was going to be. Shortest distance between two points in a straight line. I, I don't I don't know why we're <laughs> she does, Yeah, she doesn't need to round the bag when the ball is on the infield. And she's taking geometry this year. Oh. <laughs> 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 My chair almost broke on that one, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lovern at the plate. Bases loaded, two outs, tie game. Lovern trying to change that right here. She pops it up. It's going to get out of play foul. Strike one to Lovern, I believe. There was a pitch before, but I didn't see. What the count? I'm not sure what the count is. I'm not going to guess I out of here. I thought that was the first pitch. To no, they, there was one before. There's a fly ball to the left. Kyle coming in towards the line and falls in foul territory. And the sun had a little bit of fact, actually more of the sky than, than anything. The sun's almost down behind the box behind us. But uh, the uh, left fielder didn't, she, she just misjudged that one. One and two is the count. Thank you, home plate umpire. Radar showing a little haziness under us, and we can kind of see a little bit over there, but it kind of almost like it dies out before it gets here. So that would be our look. Mm. I hope it dies out. The one-two, she takes it. Good take, rise pitch that was up around her shoulders. She laid off, and it's two and two. One swing could change this game in a big way. Popped up on the infield. The shortstop is going to call for it and make the catch. So Lovern is retired for out number three. But Woodland gets the two-out RBI single by Leah Williamson. They tie this ball game, and we will go to the third. Three to three, our score. Save every. Save every. Save every just, just. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. And we're back here at Chocolaca Park in uh, Oxford, Alabama, 1A State 
tournament finals. Uh, the Lady Bobcats of Woodland uh, came back and uh, tied this up. And I apologize, folks. Uh, the uh, computer has a mind of its own. I don't know what was going on on, on that commercial break. Uh, Tim, uh, pitching change. Juliana Lovern going to come into the circle here to start the third. And a tie game. You're basically asking her to go five innings here and see if she can hold them and set your team up for a win. And I'm as curious as anybody to see how Lovern pitches. She, she struggled with her control early in the season when she was healthy, got hurt, and that took her out of her physical just being unable to play and obviously unable to pitch. And now I'm just curious to see how she – I mean, we saw her briefly in, in the game this morning against Skyline. And she pitched well, got three yeah, outs yeah. with no problem. And so hopefully that's the Juliana Lovern we see here today and the rest of this tournament. Showing some good velocity and some, some movement on her pitches. And I said it this morning, if she can do what she did this morning, get outs in, in regular fashion, that's a huge boost for Woodland in this tournament. And it wouldn't be any, any bigger than it is right now in this game. Tied 3-3 three to three as we start the third inning. Lovern will face the four, five, six spots in the order. Patterson, Beatty, and Allen. And she's a competitor, too, so I wouldn't be surprised her telling Coach, hey, I got this. Give me the ball. First pitch scoots up there under the glove of Chapel, ball one. Yeah, I, I'll never forget a game last season, Juliana Lovern against Hanley. They went down to Roanoke and beat Hanley on their own field. And Lovern pitched, I don't think she pitched the whole game, but went six innings, struck out about ten players, gave up a couple of runs, like really, really pitched well, hit a home run in that game. Yeah. Like she just had one of those games where it was, it was her ball game, and it was really, really impressive to watch. And I know that's in her to do that at any given time. The 2-0, there's a called strike on the inside corner. It's 2-1. And, and she needed that pitch. The first two weren't close. The 2-1, missed inside, 3-1. The lights come on here at Chakalaka. As the sun starts to go down, still plenty of sunshine on the field. There is ball four inside. And Patterson walks to lead off the third. She had that one in a little higher spot. So it was a little higher. It would have been, you know, probably in the strike zone just a little bit inside on her. Yeah, everything has been in and low. We'll see if she can make an adjustment here and get zeroed in. That one in and low again for ball one. Just to give you the rest of the defensive changes, Rayleigh Williams goes over to first. Mackenzie McCormick goes from first to third as Lovern takes the circle. There's a foul ball up the third baseline. That'll even the count, one and one. And that pitch was had better location vertically in on her hands. That might have got a piece of her in the box as Natalie Beatty is clutching at her shin a little bit. 
She got that hit to start them off in the last inning. Had that double that started that three-run second inning. Takes low, two and one. Two balls, one strike, runner at first, nobody out. Top of the third, tie ball game, three to three. Woodland Cedar Bluff. There's a little soft liner to first, the throw back to first, hit the runner. The liner was to second, I should say. I got ahead of myself. Kaylee Crenshaw didn't have to move to catch that ball. She tried to throw behind the runner at first, and it hit her in the back. Patterson able to get back to first safely. Beatty retired for out number one. And if it hadn't hit her, it would have been a double play. It would have been. A, I don't know. She just kind of got lost in no man's land off the base. They would have had her doubled off. There's a called strike to start things off against Haley Allen. And Lovren starting to, to find the zone here. What the students hollering, jute. <laughs> the 0-1. Slow roller to third. McCormick had to wait for the second hop. The throw is bad. Gets up the line over towards the dugout. Runners hold at first and second. A very rare error. We haven't seen many of those by Woodland today. But I'll say this. We talked about Lovern hasn't pitched hardly at all this year. That means McCormick has played very little third base. Yes. So that play right there. While that looks routine, she's not familiar with that spot, probably hasn't gotten comfortable over there defensively, and just wasn't able to make a good throw. You got the double play in order. And Burt can get out of the inning. First and second with one out. Emma Haney at the plate. She took a ball high, and it's 1-0. That one's fouled off back to the screen. That'll even the count at one and one. The one one in there for a called strike, one and two. signal she winds delivers the one two it gets past chapel inside and low for ball two the runners move up to second and third patterson to third allen to second two balls two strikes the count to henry Little pop out towards second again. Crenshaw, no problem with that one. Big second out. Runners have to hold. Now second and third, two outs. Sienna Smith. Again, one of these swing situations. Tie game. Runners in scoring position. Two outs. A hit swings it their way and out swings it back towards Woodland. Call strike at the knees inside corner. Lovern's pounding the zone now. 
seems like as the day has gone by, the uh, scoreboard has gotten worse and worse. <laughs> it's been a long day in the press box, yeah. too, I'm sure. Field four started out really good. Yep. They were on top of it. We pretty much knew every time. And then moved over to field two. And it Second game is hot. Yeah. and They're getting a little sleepy up there. Yeah. And now it's – Now it's it just pulled numbers out of a hat. Yeah. yeah. And Lovern one pitch away from getting out of this. 0-2 the count. That one's hit out towards right. That's going to get down. Right. Emma – or Ella waits, I'm sorry, picks it up and throws it in, but not before two runs score. And there's the swing back to Cedar Bluff. A two-out hit puts them ahead five to three. Sienna Smith comes through. Tough little blooper. I mean, it, it really hit like on the lip of the – The seam of the outfield, yeah. the outfield yeah. grass and yeah. the infield. It hit dirt. right yeah. on it. So two outs now still, and a runner at first. Swing and a miss by Zania Kyle, who singled home a run her first time up. Yeah, a tough break for Woodland and Lover, and that ball was not hit hard at all right off the end of the bat. It just got up over second and out into right. Swing and a miss by Kyle, and it's 0-2. The 0-2 pitch, that one up. Good job by Chapel to leap out of her crouch and grab that ball before it got by her. One and two now to Kyle. She checked her swing on an inside pitch. Did not go around and it's two and two. Wine from Lovern on the 2-2 pitch. That one's low and in, it's full. Three, two, called strike three. She painted the outside corner at the belt. Lovern gets a big third out here in the third inning, but not before Cedar Bluff Pushes two runs across on the two-out RBI single by Sienna Smith. We go to the bottom of the third. Woodland trails it again, 5-3. to three. Spring is right around the corner, and at ML Aubrey, we're almost ready. Our garden shack is filling up with new decorative and clay pots, hanging baskets, veggie containers, shepherd's hooks, trellises, and plant stands, as well as all the pretty stuff. Y'all know that's my department. Wind spinners, solar lanterns, plant pokes, fountains, wind chimes, it's all here at ML Aubrey. Springtime is our favorite time, and we can't wait to see you. Flowers are coming soon, and I'll be happy to help you mix up your pots and hanging baskets. Ask me about Thriller, Filler, and Spiller. We are ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. And the Alabama High School Athletic Association reminding fans that we all play a role in the education of our students. Parents, fans, and people in the community all set the example for students, whether they are aware of it or not. Help set the positive example in everything you do, both at games and in your community. Good sportsmanship is what sets your school apart. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Tim Altork, Brett Waits, it's answer time. Once again. And every time Cedar Bluff has scored, Woodland has answered. They'll have to do it again as Woodland trails at 5-3 to three as we go to the bottom of the third. 
Another funny thing, I'm watching as Cedar Bluff warms up. The first baseman, Reese Patterson, she gets out to the circle first and picks up the ball, and she gets on one knee and presents the ball as if she's proposing to the pitcher. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that at the last inning, too. And they have a nice little moment every inning where <laughs> where she's on one knee presenting her the softball. Some traditions. Yes, just some, some good camaraderie. among. Uh, that's the fun thing about this is a high-stakes tournament, no doubt about it, but to see these girls in high school having fun, that's always a, a good good part of high school softball. And it seems like that's sort of the culture that Coach Crane over there has has created with this group of girls and yeah, they got this they, fan base. They got the bowling ball thing. Yeah. They got that. You know, they're loose and having fun, and that's a, that's a good thing. You always like to see that. They were all wearing Hawaiian shirts last time. It was you know they kind of have that loose feel about them around there. Kaylee Crenshaw to lead things off for Woodland in the third. Crenshaw takes the ball inside. It'll be Crenshaw, Herring, Wilson. Five, six, seven spots due up. If they do anything, Rayleigh Williams, Chloe Chapel will be lurking later in the inning. Crenshaw pops it up. And it's going to get off the roof of the first base dugout, wake everybody up in there. One and one now the count to Crenshaw. The one one, that one's high, up in her eyes. She left it alone, it's two and one. Crenshaw popped out to short her first time up, 0 for one in this one. That one misses outside, three and one. Crenshaw had a good game against Maplesville, three for four in that one. Scored two runs, had an RBI. You know, looking around behind us, the Woodland fans, six, seven, eight, maybe ten, ten rows deep behind us here. Uh, and you can't get anybody in the bleachers over there as well. And they're still lined up down the right field fence. The 3-1 pitch is in the dirt for ball four. Crenshaw reaches to lead off the third. Very supportive today. And I know these girls are so thankful for it. Oh, you got to believe that this kind of turnout just turns their gears. I mean, that's if I'm playing ball and I'm in the state tournament for the first time and there's, you know, a couple, five, ten, twelve people up there, that's, that's disheartening. Yeah. But yeah. to see this, whoo. That'll get you going. Jaden Herring could use a hit. Takes high for ball one. Herring so far through the first two games, just one hit. She had an RBI single against Maplesville, one for four in that game. And went 0 for two with a walk earlier this morning. So just one for six in the tournament. She grounds one past third, right on cue, into left. Base hit for a Herring there at first and second with nobody out. I was just about to say she's D for one. Yep. And that was a good piece of hitting there. Just did get it past Jordan Walker at third base. Brett Waits, one word adjective to describe Coach Kayla Shelton. 
calm. <laughs> I like it. She doesn't get rattled. <laughs> I like it. She's just always even. Put him on the spot there, but you know, I, I sit here and I, I'm a people watcher, so I, I I look at the demeanors of coaches and I watch how they react in situations, and 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 I think you probably nailed it. And I've seen her get confrontational with an umpire. I've seen her, yeah. you know, get get her blood boiling a little bit, but for the most part, she is very even keel. And even when that happens, it's right back to strategy. There's a base hit into right off the bat of Taylor Wilson. They're going to relieve the runner. The throw comes home, a play at the plate. She's safe. They missed the tag. Crenshaw scores. Jaden Herring's going to try to slide into third. It gets away from them. Herring gets up. She's going to try to score. And she is safe. Tie game. Taylor Wilson at third. A celebration from Kayla Shelton. She's excited. She's not calm right now. Emotional there. That's exactly right. She threw both arms up in the air and screamed and turned around and, and did that big fist pump. And that's aggressiveness on the base pass. Uh, and, and that is Coach Shelton sending him. The Bobcats circle the bases. And we're going to get a little bit of a discussion here among the umpires. The coach for Cedar Bluff came out to yes. address something. She missed the tag. Does he have a mohawk? <laughs> I don't know. The hit was a solid single to right off the bat of Taylor Wilson. That one scored Crenshaw from second. That was the first throw home. Safe. Everybody's safe. I, I want to say he's arguing that first play at the plate where yes, she did Kaylee, not slide. Where yeah. she didn't slide. That's that's what he's – I think that's his argument. But in my opinion, when she went for the swipe tag, she came all, all the way around on the tag. And when you see them do that, they typically have missed the tag. And he's continuing the argument after the umpires have already conferred. I, I don't know what other point you have to make here. And now he finally goes back in the dugout. I understand fighting for every run. I yeah, absolutely yeah. Oh, do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't quibble with the fact that he argued that call. That's yeah, especially in this situation. I mean, you know, now it's a tie ball game. That's right. Now that those two runs come home, it's five to five. Still nobody out in the inning. Rayleigh Williams at the plate. The pitch is up and away. The Woodland crowd is into it. Yeah, that argument, the argument fired the Woodland folks up, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> and those two runs didn't hurt either. Yeah, they did not hurt. <laughs> you know, the play to me, it, she was turning as Kaylee came across the plate. Right. So it's behind it to me. Hit in the air, shallow right. Slayton, the second baseman, goes out towards the grass and makes the catch. The runner tags, going to try to come home. She is out. That was... A little aggressive. Uh-oh. And we got another argument. The Cedar Bluff coach came out, and I'm going to tell you what this is about, guys. The catcher for Cedar Bluff. Blocked the. Well, she blocked. It wasn't that. She has the ball. She can block the plate. As the runner was getting up, Taylor Wilson, the catcher, threw her head like that. She kind of shoved her aside. Yeah. And I think he's arguing that it went the other way because it's the Cedar Bluff coach that's arguing, and he yeah. does not have an argument here. No, she shoved her head. It's the catcher that, that, that pushed first. 
I think he's saying she put her elbow in. Yeah, he when he came out to argue, he he went that she he, did this. He made this motion, which I'm not doing a description on the, <laughs> on the air, but it was a two hands like to the to yeah. the face or to the to the helmet. Well, I'll say this: Wilson never got to the plate. Yeah. The Woodland fans very upset that this argument continues. And I can't say that the umpire saw either of those shoves. No. If if Wilson shoved, and I, I personally saw the catcher give a shove. So I but I the umpire was not looking the home plate umpire was not looking at it at that point. And Coach, Coach Crane actually he kind of gave a little grin there on his face as the umpires were huddling. So things have gotten heated here in the third. He took him right to the edge a couple of times. <laughs> well, he came – he ran out of the yeah. dugout. That's what – he's back in the dugout now. Like like Bryant uh, Whaley would say during basketball season, we get the good ones. <laughs> so, in the midst of all that, it's a double play with a runner being thrown out at home. Not sure about – that decision certainly a very aggressive on a pop yeah. fly to the infield. You're tagging up and trying to score. So Chloe Chapel will bat with two outs and nobody on. She hits a slow roller up towards third. Good play by Walker to get it on the short hop. She had to double clutch though, and Chapel is safe. That would have scored Taylor. Now we may have to change that one word adjective on uh, yeah. Coach Shelton. A lot, she, a lot she of excitement. She is fired up right now. <laughs> <laughs> In the opposite way yeah. that Coach Crane is. Yeah. <laughs> but, guys, that's what makes this fun. And McKenzie oh, yeah. McCormick back at the plate. Sun has finally kind of went behind a cloud here. McCormick hits a little pop out towards second. That's going to be caught for out number three. But Woodland once again comes up with an answer. They fall behind by two. They close the gap, put two on the board. It's five to five. As we go to the top of the fourth, the crowd is in it. Did you know Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill was open for lunch? That's right, they're open for lunch daily, Monday through Friday, 11 to 3, with that same great menu, from starters to building your own pizza or calzone, great burgers, or a must in my book, you gotta try the wings with many flavors to choose from. Something for every appetite. Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, open for lunch Monday through Friday, 11 to 3. Supper hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 4 to 9. Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, 1133 Main Street. Street, Roanoke. Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke, a small animal hospital providing vaccinations, wellness exams, digital radiology, an on-site pharmacy and lab, dental cleanings, and specified surgical procedures. We take care of your babies as our own. The fur-friendly staff is here to provide the best care possible. Drop-off service is available. Visit our website at MainStreetAH.com or download our app, Main Street Animal Hospital. Phone number 334-863-7111. Located at 307 Main Street, Roanoke, Alabama. Five to five, our score. A very eventful bottom half of the third inning has gotten both crowds into this ball game. Woodland scored two runs in that half to retie the score just to bring you up to speed. Woodland scored two in this half of the first to take a 2-0 lead. Cedar Bluff answered with three in the second. Woodland came back and got one in its half of the second to tie it 3-3. Three three. 
Both teams score two in the third. Five to five is where we stand. And what did you say on the break, Tim? This is fun. This is fun. <laughs> I, this is, you know, this is, like we said, high-stakes softball. These teams are playing for a championship. They're playing to save their season. The loser has their season end right here on this field. Neither team obviously wants that to happen, and they're playing like it. And neither coach wants that to happen. No. They're coaching like it. It doesn't get any better. This is a great atmosphere. Harley Nelson, the catcher, the leadoff hitter, will start things off in the fourth. She hits a little pop out to Williamson at short. One pitch, one out here in the fourth. Young Strug and General Young Strug and General Store in Woodland. Young 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 Strug. Young Strug. Young Strug. <laughs> We're having a little computer issue, folks. Young, so beg, have young, to bear young with Strug us. and General Young 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 Strug and General Young 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 All right, sorry about that. Young's Drug and General Store. Grounder past third. Williamson makes a diving stop in the hole, but she's not going to be able to make a throw. It's an infield single for Maddie Payne. And folks, bear with us. We got some feedback, and I'm, I'm going to try to uh, hey. see what part of it is. Get, I, would, I would say get out of one. Helps on. Runner at first with one out. Grounder to third. McCormick has it over to second for one. On to first. Not in time. Close play. They almost turned the double play. But got the lead runner. That's the key part of that. So now there's two outs and a runner at first. Walker takes the place of Payne at first base on the fielder's choice. Reese Patterson at the plate, swings at the first pitch, comes up empty, and it's 0-1. All right, can you hear me, guys? Yeah, yep, we there we go. go. All right. So I'm chasing a lot of things here. That one hit her. Came in on Patterson. She turned, kind of turned into it. She wasn't trying to. It was a breaking ball that was coming in on her. So Patterson reaches. Walker down to second. And that would, I'm sorry, Tim, I think what you hear now is wind noise. Yeah, there's wind blowing for sure, but it's not static. And Patterson takes a little walk to Work around being hit by that pitch. Swung on and hit hard through the hole and into left. Herring will come up throwing. They're going to try to score. It's cut off. Lovern cut it off at the circle and the run scores. Cedar Bluff leads at six to five. She didn't throw that ball to the plate. She threw it to the pitcher. So Lovern had no choice. Another two out hit. Natalie Beatty is two for three. She's got an RBI. 
Patterson down to second. She stops there. And Allen, the batter, fouls off the first pitch. Owen won the count. Back and forth we go in a seesaw affair. Really close to getting out of that one. Really close. And in Jaden Herring's defense, when she was in her throwing motion, it looked like they were going to hold the runner at third. That one to McCormick at third. She gets it, makes a strong throw to first. And that is out number three. But not before Cedar Bluff adds a run. They take a 6-5 lead as we go to the bottom of the fourth. Young's Drug and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, immunizations, and even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you're here, check out the gun and ammo shop as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48, Woodland. Spring is right around the corner, and at ML Aubrey, we're almost ready. Our garden shack is filling up with new decorative and clay pots, hanging baskets, veggie containers, shepherd's hooks, trellises, and plant stands, as well as all the pretty stuff. Y'all know that's my department. Wind spinners, solar lanterns, plant pokes, fountains, wind chimes, it's all here at ML Aubrey. Springtime is our favorite time, and we can't wait to see you. Flowers are coming soon, and I'll be happy to help you mix up your pots and hanging baskets. Ask me about Thriller, Filler, and Spiller. We are ML Aubrey, Main Street, beautiful downtown Roanoke. Cedar Bluff leads it 6-5. Woodland coming to bat in the bottom of the fourth. The two, three, four spots in the order. Leah Williamson, Ella Waits, Juliana Lover. I almost said J.C. Lover. After that conversation we had, <laughs> yeah. I almost said J.C. Lover. She hadn't been in school for years. <laughs> we were talking between games about how I mix up siblings, last names of kids that I've covered, and I almost just did it right there. Yeah, that happens when you have siblings that are pretty close. <laughs> Do you mix up your own kids? Oh, all the time. One hundred percent of you. I throw the dog in sometimes too. <laughs> that's right. My mom used to say that's calling the roll. Yeah. That's right. Whichever one. Williamson takes low and away for ball one to start the fourth. Well, whatever was missing from Williamson's offensive game, she has found it. She's got a base hit and a walk. She scored a run, has an RBI. And she has gotten hot here at the state tournament. Takes a called strike, and it's one and one. And Leah Williamson's one that's loose. She's one, if there's music playing, she's dancing. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Takes. Just missed low and in. It's two and one. And she kind of thrives on this kind of atmosphere, too. She does. She does. Confident player. And she likes to take it back to you. That's right. She's ahead in the count, two and one. Here's the pitch. She fouls it back. That'll even things up. Two balls, two strikes. And in her swing, guys, she gets her front foot down real quick when she takes that cut. The 2-2. Miss low. 3-2 now to Williamson. 
Tim, this is the best view of the day for you for, for balls and strikes. I can really see it. Yeah. I've got a very good angle at the at the plate. Full count pitch, here it is. Hit on the ground, out towards second. Slayton has safe, it, safe. and she beat it out. Legged it out. Slayton had to go towards the second base bag and field that on the backhand, plant and throw. All that took too much time. Leah Williamson is at first. And there's that leadoff runner, or leadoff batter getting on base. And I keep talking about hot hitters. Here's another one, Ella Waits. Two for two. She's got an RBI. She's stolen a base. Brett, I'm trying to move a little bit so you can no, creep you, up in here. You fine. She takes high, gets to the backstop. Williamson down to second. She takes a peek in and takes the turn. She's going third. And she's going to go to third. Time was never called. The catcher was talking to the umpire. Williams took advantage. She's at third base. And I'm not sure what she was at, but she had a, was trying to have a conversation with him, and I'm not sure what that was about. And she was never aware that the runner was going to take off. And good heads-up base running by Leah Williams, and she's at third base. Nobody out. Ella Waits in a 1-0 count. The pitch. Chased a high one, fouled it back, and it's 1-1. One Coach Shelton telling her to animated. Stay off of those high ones. Make sure she gets one where you can hit it. The one one to Waits. She hits it to third on the ground. They look the runner back. The throw is going to be in time. Oh, Got her by half a step. Waits almost beat that one out. After Walker took a glance over her shoulder to look the runner back, that almost cost her. Wow. Talk about bang, bang at first. Yeah, that was a tough one. Tim had the better angle than I did, but that was close. I, I wouldn't have argued with it either way. I, it wasn't clearly one or the other. There's a base That's hit to left. That'll score a run. We're tied again, 6-6, six to six, Juliana Lovern. What's my, word, what's my one word adjective of the day? I don't know. Answer. I don't know if I don't know if that's, that's not an, an adjective. I don't, it's not an adjective, but <laughs> that's my me. that's my word of the day. <laughs> Every time. Juliana Lovern with a big base hit gets the runner home from third, and there's that heads up base running, and that gets Woodland a run. Leah Williamson gets half an RBI for that one. Kaylee Crenshaw at the plate takes the ball high. It's one and zero. And I was about to say, Lovern was in a little dry spell there at the plate, too. She was due and came up with a big hit. The 1-0 popped up. Left side, Walker, the third baseman, cannot make the catch in foul territory. Almost had two shots at it. Yeah, shortstop over there to back her up and did a tremendous job. She almost came up with it with her glove laying on the ground, and it fell into it, just didn't – or it fell close to it. Yeah, and it, it kind of fell, hit the ground, bounced into her glove. Yeah. Luckily, the umpire's there to see everything. So, the at-bat continues. 
for Kaylee Crenshaw. She takes it high, four ball. Two balls, one strike is the count. And this may be the pitch that if you're gonna send Lover, she goes on. The two one, called strike on the outside corner, two and two. That would be really aggressive. We've talked about how aggressive Coach Shelton is, but Lovern coming off that foot injury, probably not full speed as far as her foot speed yet. That one's low and in, the count is full. The breeze feels good and the sun is gone. Become a very much more pleasant weather-wise. Pop always happy. <laughs> the 3-2, hitting the gap to left and deep, but Kyle is out there to make the catch. Kaylee Crenshaw hit that ball hard, but Kyle did not have far to go. She had it positioned very well, made the catch for out number two. So Lovern at first with two outs now and Jaden Herring at the plate. She takes low as that one skips up there. One ball, no strikes. Herring one for two. She had a base hit last inning, came around to score what at the time was the tying run. We're in the bottom of the fourth and the only scoreless half inning was the top of the first. Every each team has scored at least one run in every turn at bat since then. There's a grounder out to short. They scoop over to second. That was pretty close play, but they got her. And that will end the inning. But once again, Woodland claws back, gets a run and ties it once more. Six to six our score as we go to the fifth. Did you know Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill was open for lunch? That's right, they're open for lunch daily, Monday through Friday, 11 to 3, with that same great menu, from starters to building your own pizza or calzone, great burgers, or a must in my book, you gotta try the wings with many flavors to choose from. Something for every appetite. Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, open for lunch Monday through Friday, 11 to 3. Supper hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 4 to 9. Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, 1133 Main Street. Roanoke. Main Street Animal Hospital in Roanoke, a small animal hospital providing vaccinations, wellness exams, digital radiology, an on-site pharmacy and lab, dental cleanings, and specified surgical procedures. We take care of your babies as our own. The fur-friendly staff is here to provide the best care possible. Drop-off service is available. Visit our website at MainStreetAH.com or download our app, Main Street Animal Hospital. Phone number 334-863-7111. Located at 307 Main Street, Roanoke, Alabama. All tied once more, 6-6 six to six is the score as we go to the top of the fifth inning. Woodland and Cedar Bluff, elimination game here in Oxford Chocolaca Park, 1A state tournament. Woodland lost its opener against Skyline. Won its second game against Maplesville to put them out. 
They're trying to put Cedar Bluff out of this tournament as well. And now the question is, we talked about how these teams are scoring pretty much every inning. There's been a run. Who's going to get a stop? Who is going to come out, play defense, get some outs, and keep the other team off the board for an inning or two? Hopefully Woodland can start doing that right here in the fifth. They got the bottom of the order, Haney, Smith, and Kyle do up. Yeah, three up and three down inning would be exactly what the, to the old cliche the doctor ordered. Haney will lead things off, take a ball high. It's 1-0. Emma Haney, the center fielder, one for two. She had a base hit back in the second. She's also popped out two seconds. That one misses low and in. It's 2-0. and oh. Richard Pike been uh, tuning in to us uh, all afternoon. Hope your uh, weekend's uh, getting started off well, Richard. Pitch. Missed. Maybe high, maybe inside. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, from my angle here, I, I can see pretty much the inside portion of the plate, and that one looked like it was off the plate inside. So 3-0 the count. Lovern into the line. There's the 3-0. Nowhere close. Ball four in the dirt. A leadoff walk by Haney here in the fifth. Sianna Smith, the designated player, steps in. One for two. She's been on base twice. Got on by a fielder's choice her first time. Had an RBI single her last time up. Swings at the first pitch and fouls it off for strike one. And, Adam, you talk about that leadoff runner getting on. Yeah. There's a strike. Pitch is thrown down to second on the stolen base attempt. Emma Haney steals it. And Chloe's throw sailed a little bit toward the left field side of the second base bag. And uh, it was a good throw. It was a good strong throw. Yeah. It just sailed on her. And I think the wind had some, a lot to do with that, as you see the uh, old glory out there blowing from right to left. 0 oh 2 the count to Smith. She fouls it out of play right side. Winner of this game plays tomorrow morning at 10. The tournament field will be cut in half today. Two teams already out of it. Two more teams will be gone after this round. Pitch gets by Chapel. Haney down to third. Ball one to Sianna Smith. She's in a one-two count. You know, you look at it right now, you're in the top six in the state. Started out in the top eight. That one is low. That'll even the count, two and two. Yeah, at the very least, and certainly Woodland wants to keep climbing that ladder. Be top four tomorrow. That pitch is low and in. It's a full count. 
They appeal the check swing. She didn't go around. Three balls, two strikes. That one missed high. She laid off. And it's ball four. Back-to-back -back walks to start the fifth. Runners at first and third with nobody out. Coach Shelton's going to come out and talk to her. And that's a good visit. I think you, you issue two walks. You had Smith 0-2 and lost her. Time to, to get some encouraging words. Coach looks like she's asking Chloe where they're at right there. You better load that bunch up tomorrow on the bus and bring them back up yeah, here. Life had a good time. <laughs> the, wood, the Woodland student section and the Cedar Bluff student section yeah. kind of going back and forth. Keep it fun. That's right. First and second, nobody out. Tie game, top of the fifth. Number nine hitter, Zaniah Kyle, at the plate for Cedar Bluff. There goes the runner from first. No surprise there with the runner at third. Smith down to second without a throw. A called strike to Kyle, and it's 0-1. Kyle's going to show bunt, pops it up. In fair territory, no play. Lover throws back to third instead. Everybody's safe. You know, that was almost a perfect bunt. If there's anything such as a perfect bunt, that was it. It had spin on it coming back uh, toward home plate, and uh, no play, no play at all. Yeah, it was up in the air, and it never really got any higher than the batter's head. And as Adam said, had that backspin on it, it sort of peeled back towards the plate, but stayed in fair territory. Really nothing Lovren could do. Bases are loaded now. Still nobody out here in the fifth. There's a called strike at the belt inside corner <laughs> to Harley Nelson, the catcher and leadoff hitter. And, and here's the situation. You you want to get the one at the plate. If you can get two, it's a bonus. But you got to make sure you cut down the lead runner. This one has popped up. Infield. That's should be infield fly, that is. The catch is made. Runners hug the bags. There's a big first out. Harley Nelson 0 for 4. She's been fighting it at the plate. Maddie Payne now the batter. Different story for her, two for three, a couple of RBIs. Bases loaded, one out. The pitch to Payne is low for ball one. And the ball hit anywhere on the infield is coming home. All of four infielders 
playing inside the bags. The 1-0. Missed up and in, 2-0. Got to have good placement on our pitch right here. Can't have anything that's going to get past. The 2-0 fouled off the third baseline. 2-1. and one. That was a good pitch. That was a very good 2-0 pitch in on her hands, in the zone. Nothing she could really handle. And that's what I was thinking, just to, to dovetail into what you were saying. In that 2-0 situation, you don't want to go 3-0, but you don't want to just lay one in there either. Lovern executed that to perfection. Especially with everybody up. 2-1. Hit out towards short. Oh, a bad hop for Leah Williamson. Tough break. Everybody safe. A run scores. Cedar Bluff has reclaimed the lead, 7-6. And that was that may be the worst hop I've seen of any ball hit uh, today uh, by any team. Uh, that ball, she was fixing to reach in her glove and throw, and it just bounced high on her and uh, got up more around her shoulders than the, the waist. Yeah. Yeah, it was not in, in line with the way the momentum of the ball was going. It jumped on off of something. So the base is loaded, still one out. Swing and a miss. Jordan Walker chased a high one, and it's 0-1. Tough break for Woodland, but you got to put that behind you. The situation hasn't changed defensively. One out, base is loaded. The 0-1 is hit towards third. McCormick's going to come home and get the out there, the throw to first. Not in time, but good play by McCormick at third to prevent the run from scoring. They get the force out at home. Out number two here in the fifth. And a good job by Chloe back there. She made sure she secured the catch, yeah. and then she spun and turned and looked toward first and went ahead and made the throw. To try to get the two. And now Juliana can focus on the batter. And one thing of importance, the bases are still loaded, so they got to play at any base. Yeah, that's kind of a, a help to the defense as well. That pitch was up. It's 1-0 to Reese Patterson. Patterson 0 for 1 officially. She's walked and been hit by a pitch. She's also grounded out to short. Infield back at normal depth now with two outs in the inning. There's a called strike, and it's 1-1. One and one. Beg your pardon, 0 and 2. Did she chase that first one? I, I couldn't tell. It kind of looked like I, she did. Not sure. 0 and 2. Not my mistake. That one sort of off the end of the bat, off the glove of Kaylee Crenshaw. One run is home. The throw comes to the plate. It's 8 to 6. 0 2. Had it right there. Just a little flare. Again, not a hard hit ball. Crenshaw got leather on it. Which is not to say she should have caught it. No, it, it, no, it just it just glanced off of the end of her glove. But that's how close it was. And she was moving on the play. She had to move. The ball was hit uh, between her and first uh, on that line. And she had to move a couple of steps and then kind of jump. Bodie swings at the first one, fouls it back. It's 0-1. 
Two runs in for Cedar Bluff here in the fifth. They've taken an 8-6 lead. Two outs, bases loaded. An 0-1 count to Natalie Bodie, who's two for three with a single and a double. She's also driven in a run. 0-2 now. To Beatty. Swung on a hit on the ground to McCormick at third. She picks up, throws across the diamond to get the runner at first and in the inning. So Woodland limits the damage. They had the bases loaded and nobody out, but held them to two runs. And we will go to the bottom of the fifth. Lady Cats trailing it eight to six. Need farm supplies? Call Raybuck's Farm Supply in Woodland, Alabama. We have fertilizer, garden seeds of all kinds, and all the spring garden supplies you'll need to get that garden up and running. Aside from that, we have feed for almost every species of animals available. Call us today, 256-449-2255, or visit us at 23551 Highway 48, Woodland, Alabama, Raybuck's Farm Supply. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands the small town of Woodland, Alabama, a wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers, Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. Eight to six, our score. Woodland trail it by, trails it by two as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. It has been back and forth and back and forth throughout this game. And Woodland trying to keep that trend going. Woodland led two to nothing, but since then, they have not led. They've rallied to tie it twice at three to three and five to five. Three times and then six to six. They trail it again by two. Bottom of the order, Taylor Wilson, Rayleigh Williams, Chloe Chapel. If you come to watch a good softball game, you're getting your money's worth. <laughs> right. You darn right. And we've really been treated to three because we were within an eyelash. Wooden was an eyelash of winning that first game against Skyline. Yeah. High chopper over the circle, out towards second and through into center field. A base hit for Taylor Wilson to start the fifth. Here we go, back and forth. <laughs> Lead off runner. Lead off runner needed that. And the ability of both these teams, I don't know if you call it an ability, luck, whatever you want to call it, but to put the ball in places where defenders just aren't able to get to it. Again, not a hard hit ball. That was just a high chopper that just got over the circle. And, and the Bell South call to the bullpen has been made. <laughs> we're going to get a new pitcher. <laughs> we can keep it right here, guys. And that is Jordan Walker coming over from third base to take over for Beatty in the circle. Looks like they'll just swap. Beatty will go to third. Is there still rain in the forecast tomorrow, guys? I, I haven't even looked. 
I knew at one point earlier in the week it was like 60% chance, but. Uh, That's Dr. Don. I got a 30% one I'm showing on my radar. Sunday's looking like 80. Yeah, it, it, it must have stalled and moved, moved back out. Saturday, uh, Monday. Yeah, tomorrow, 87 for the high. Wednesday's the day I'm really worried about. Graduation night. Oh, that's right. 50% chance of storm. Mm -hmm. you, and, and let me just go ahead and throw this out there. We will be streaming it, so uh, uh, stay in touch with me okay. if you do something different. Grounder out to second. Shortstop steps on the bag at second. The throw to first is low, or they would have had a double play. But Rayleigh Williams will be safe at first on the fielder's choice. Taylor Wilson retired at second. Big hit, Chloe coming up. Chloe Chapel stands in against Walker. Takes inside for ball one. Oh no, called strike. Late Ooh. call there. Ooh. 0-1 the count. Chased a high one. She's behind in the count, 0-2. <laughs> Making the adjustment to a new pitcher. See how these woodland bats, how quickly they do it. Grounded foul. So still 0-2 to Chapel. She's two for two in this game, has a couple of base hits. Could use another one here for sure. Little pop out towards third. And oh, what a play, diving catch by Beatty. On a sinking little pop fly on the infield. Beatty, full extension, made the catch to, ret to retire Chloe Chapel for out number two. She pulled her glove off real quick. I, I was just kind of looking to see if it, she jammed her wrist on it. Back to the top of the order. Runner, runner at first, two outs now for Mackenzie McCormick. She takes one high and away. One and oh. Big gap right center field. Sound like a broken record, but that, that's the way they play her. Fouled off straight back to the backstop. One and one the count now to McCormick, who led off the game with a base hit, but she's flied out and popped out since then. Woodland trails it eight to six here in the bottom of the fifth. Trying to change that here with two outs. Swing and a miss. Strike two. That's the one you don't see get by McKenzie too. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I'm a little shell shocked. <laughs> she struck her out. She chased one low and in. And that's something you don't see very often either. McKenzie McCormick strikes out, 
And that ends the fifth with a runner stranded at first. And we will go to inning number six. Woodland trails at eight to six. Husqvarna has always been the know for industry-leading quality. Whether it's a chainsaw, weed eater, blower, or any other power tool, come by Meadows Farm Equipment with Dowie, Alabama, and check out our big selection. We also have Rhino and Dirt Dog Farm implements for those big jobs. Commercial and residential mowers featuring Husqvarna and Spartan for 42-inch to 72-inch cuts. Around the house or the farm, don't look any further than Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road, 811 in Widawi, or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. Opening Monday, May 23rd in Wadley, the Bulldog Cafe. Inside Hometown Market, the Bulldog Cafe will offer a breakfast menu, plus burgers, tacos, wraps, and wings. Open 4 a.m. until 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday, Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. until 9 p.m., and on Sundays, 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. The all-new Bulldog Cafe, Inside Hometown Market, opening this coming Monday, so come on by and see us. Eight to six, our score as we go to the top half of inning number six. Cedar Bluff leading Woodland by two. And Woodland just had its first at bat without scoring a run in the bottom half of the fifth. Momentum a little bit on Cedar Bluff's side right now. Let's see if Juliana Lovern can seize that back. Lovern's been in and out of trouble ever since she came on in relief of Rayleigh Williams. And she'll face the six, seven, eight spots in the order. Gets a called strike to start things off against Haley Allen. Allen, 0 for 2 officially. She's been on base twice, though. Reached on an error and was hit by a pitch. Swing and a miss, strike two. Allen has come around to score two runs for Cedar Bluff. The 0-2 just missed outside. Lover tried to paint that outside corner, but did not get the call. One and two the count. Not a bad pitch. That's a good 0-2. One ball, two strikes. Fouled out of play. Still one and two. Another one-two pitch, grounded out towards short. That one eats Williamson up. She's going to try to make a throw anyway. It's late. Haley Allen reaches on the air out at short. Tough play in between hop for Williamson. She was just sort of caught between backing up and charging. Just kind of rolled up her. Got her glove down, and then it just kind of rolled up to her. Yep. And it back down to the ground. She picked it up and made a throw, but it was too late. There's a swing and a miss. Emma Haney chased a high one. Runner at first, nobody out. And we've got, they're pointing at something. Something came out of the Cedar Bluff dugout, the bat. The umpire at first base pointed that out. 
Owen won the count to Haney. She's one for two. She's single, walked, and scored a run. That pitch is low. That'll even things up, one and one. Haney, the center fielder, the one-one. There's a called strike on the outside corner, one and two. She can get that call consistently. She's, she can. She can live out there. She can live there. That's absolutely right. That's a pitcher's pitch. The one-two tried to go to that spot again, a little too far out, and it's two and two. Two balls, two strikes to Emma Haney. With a runner at first, nobody out. Woodland trailing it eight to six here in the top of the sixth inning. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Haney is retired. For out number one. Just the second strikeout for Juliana Lovern. She's just getting warmed up. That's right. Popped up. Shallow right. Crenshaw takes the mask off. It's actually out to second. And she makes the catch for out number two. Crenshaw pops that mask off like she's a catcher. I know, and it's very unusual because they don't throw the mask. Yeah. Even the catcher will hold her mask. I've seen Chapel do that several times when yeah. she's received throws at home plate. She's got the mask in her throwing hand, and she's catching those throws. Then she'll drop it to get the ball out. But yeah. it's just I thought that was very unusual. Two outs in the inning. That pitch is low for ball one to the number nine hitter, Zaniah Kyle, the left fielder. Kyle, one for three. She's got an RBI. And a run scored. And this is where you, you need that third out. Woodland has really struggled getting that third out in these situations. Let's see if they can close the door on this inning without any runs coming across. There's a called strike, and it's one and one. And get back to batting. Yeah, and we've talked about offensive answers. When they score, you score. This would be a defensive answer. Woodland was, was shut out the last half inning. Let's see if they can return the favor here in the sixth. There's a slow roller up third foul for strike two, and they're one strike away from doing just that. And Coach Crane over there showing off his athleticism, making the, the field and the throw. <laughs> one, two pitch, here it is. Call strike three. There's your answer, Tim. There's your defensive answer. <laughs> Lovern gets two strikeouts in the inning, and Woodland a little shot in the arm after the, the morale was dragging a little bit perhaps. And maybe they can translate that to the bats as we go to the bottom of the six. Woodland trails at eight to six. The Randolph County Chamber of Commerce proudly supports our local schools. They offer a full calendar of events sponsored by the Chamber. The next event coming up is a business after hours on the 23rd at Lake Weedowie Winery starting at 5.30. Coming up in June, the 32nd Annual Professional Women's Luncheon on June 29th from 11 to 1 at the Roanoke First United Methodist Church Family Life Center. For more information on the Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, call 334-863-1402. 
If you love watching and listening to the game on iSchool Sports Network, you'll love reading about it in the Randolph Leader and on therandolphleader.com. All the big plays from the big games, the game-changing moments, and the players that made them happen. Daily updates on the randolphleader.com keep you up to speed all week long. Find stats, photos, stories, and complete coverage online and in our weekly print edition every Wednesday. Full-scale coverage of every local high school plus Southern Union Athletics to online subscriptions for as low as $26 per year. So check it out after the game, the Randolph Leader and therandolphleader.com. Does Woodland have one more comeback in them? They're going to need it. Eight to six here as, we, as Woodland bats in the bottom of the sixth inning. They trail it by two. But we talked about the countdown last game. You look at it the yeah. other side. They got six outs. They got six outs. They yeah. got six outs. They score at least two runs. Yeah. And some good hitters coming up. Leah Williamson, Ella Waits, Juliana Lover. That sounds like a run or two right there. Against Jordan Walker, who came on in relief of Natalie Beatty in the last inning. Williamson, first pitch to her is up and away, ball one. Their first time seeing her. That's right. Williamson's been on base three times. A walk and two base hits. She scored two runs, driven one home. She is having a very good day at the plate. Need it to continue here as this one's popped out of play foul to even the count at one and one. T.A. said, let's go. (laughs) Good to see old T.A. I haven't seen him in a while. I was glad to see him and Tucker here this morning. Got a break here as the pitcher Jordan Walker has to tie her shoe. That's about the fifth shoe tie of this game. And she's got a glove on the on the left hand, like a batting glove on her left hand. That's a little tricky tying a shoe with a glove on. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's tricky tying a shoe anyway for me. <laughs> <laughs> with a glove on. That's why I use Velcro straps. <laughs> <laughs> One and one to count to Williamson. There's the pitch, hit in the air, foul left side. It's going to get out of play. One and two. She's seeing it. She's getting her hands on it, just not quite where it needs to go. Can we order this temperature and cloud cover for tomorrow? Yeah. Just missed. Cedar Bluff wanted to call strike three. <laughs> and it's two and two. Yeah, I'll take this temperature tomorrow. Yeah, tell Dr. Don. Yeah. Use his weather machine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Use that weather machine. Two and two to Williamson, the pitch. Foul back to the screen. She stays alive. I can tell you the student section for Woodland, they're not tired. They're not hot. Oh, they're, they're not hot. They look a little sunburned. They look a little <laughs> little dehydrated, but they are still there. Another 2-2, another foul, foul ball off the bat of Leah Williamson. Yeah. 
Yeah, the energy among the students has not waned in the least. <laughs> you know, kind of developing a little rivalry here with Cedar Bluff, you know, playing them in the regionals last week and then the uh, playoff game in football. Seen them in track a couple of times. That one low and into Williamson. It's a full count. Yeah, I didn't think about that going back to football. Yeah. Sure enough. The 3-2 pitch fouled off again. Williamson putting a bat, an at-bat together here with two strikes. She's fouled off three or four. The old BG song, Staying Alive. You got the falsetto? <laughs> <laughs> got to hear that Brett Waits falsetto. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that would never be let down. <laughs> Three balls, two strikes, another foul ball at the plate. Williamson fought that one off. It was in on her. She spoiled it. Of course, I couldn't do the actual actual BGs. I could only do Jimmy Fallon doing the BGs. <laughs> the imitation of the yeah. imitation. Three-two. Fouled off again. My goodness. Jordan Walker's thrown everything she's got at Leah Williamson, and Williamson refuses to go down. It's fast hands of Leah Williamson. Another 3-2, here it is. Hit in the air, out over second, and it's down for a base hit. Leah Williamson wins the battle. That's one heck of a bat. That's an amazing at bat by one of your junior leaders. Leah Williamson getting on base any way she can. She's at first with nobody out. And she didn't hit that ball hard. She just hit it in the perfect spot once again. But she fought off pitch after pitch to set it up with a leadoff batter runner at first now. Ella Waits at the plate, takes high for ball one. Woodland down by two, bottom of the sixth. Eight to six, our score. They've got the leadoff runner on here in the inning. Waits in a 1-0 count, the pitch. Called strike, outside corner at the knees, it's one and one. Okay then. Matt Knight back with us. I think Matt's made a miracle mile today. <laughs> as many times as we've changed fields, uh, Matt's driven I-65, I think. Loyal Bobcat supporter. Two and one to count to Waits. The pitch hit the other way on a short hop to third. The throw goes to second, but it is not in time. An infield single for Ella Waits there at first and second with nobody out. Beatty at third, that one kind of ate her up a little bit. It was just a soft little line drive that she fielded on a short hop, but not cleanly. She dropped to her knees, tried to make the throw to second, but no chance to get Williamson there. And I call that the tweener. It, it caught her where she didn't know whether she was going to catch it on the fly or let it come to her. So Lovern at the plate. Woodland and threatening. One, first and second, nobody out. Here in the bottom of the sixth, Lovern 
Takes high for ball one. The 1-0, low and in, ball two. The throw back to second. Williamson, <laughs> maybe a little too casual out there. She was really right on the bag, but. Two and O to Lovern. Pitch, hit in the air to right. Allen is out there. She's camped out underneath it, makes the catch. Williamson's gonna try to go to third. The throw comes in and hits Williamson, so she is safe. Ella Waits moves up to second. Smart base running there, smart base running. Ella following the throw to third, she got in at second. And showed good patience. If she tags and goes immediately, the throw comes to second and she's yeah. a sitting duck. She waited until the throw went to third and then she took off. Good base running by Ella Waits. Second and third, one out. Kaylee Crenshaw at the plate. Low and in for ball one. Potential tying run at second base for Woodland here in the sixth. Destiny. Crenshaw, 1-0. Looking for her first hit in this one. She's 0 for 2 with a walk. She did come around to score after she got on on that walk back in the third inning. She's ahead in the count, 2-0. and oh. As the dust really begins to fly, I'm going to call the grounds crew here and let them uh, water it down in between the half innings. There's a called strike on the 2-0. Woodland fans not crazy about that one. They thought it was low. And when the catcher catches it with the glove turned up like that, that – the fans yeah. are never going to be happy when that's called a strike. No. Two and one. That one's up and away. Three and one. Three balls, one strike to Crenshaw. The pitch up and in. Ball four. The bases are loaded. Senior leader Jaden Heron coming to the bat. Woodland applying the pressure here in the bottom of the sixth. They've got the bases loaded, one out. Trailing it by two. Jaden Herring at the plate. She's one for three in this one. Takes low and in. Ball one to Herring. Adam, where's the hole in outfield right there for? <laughs> right center. Right center. <laughs> I, I was sitting here thinking about it, and I was like, I don't want to say it again. I sound like a broken record. But there is a huge gap out there. And if you remember the other day, she came up big, drove in a run against Cedar Bluff yeah. by going to the right center field gap. And she was trying to go that way then. Yes, she was. She took a shot that way, fouled it off the backstop, and that'll even the count at one and one Herring has some pop, too. Five home runs this season. I'll take one of those right here. Yeah, that would be. This place would erupt. Yeah. They might be <laughs> swinging from the rafters over there if she hits a grand slam. <laughs> Hit in the air right side. It's curling into foul territory, and it's going to drop. Yeah, she's, up, she, yep, she's trying to find that 
gap out there. Yeah, that's twice she's hit the ball in that direction. Fouled both times. It's one and two now to Herring. And she's going to go down as her last at bat in Woodland. Homer. A walk-off homer. Walk-off homer. In the area tournament. That was a special moment for Jaden Herring. She takes high. That'll even the count at two and two. Really good eye and really good plate awareness there. I'd like to have her have her last at bat. Grand slam home run right here. <laughs> her last at bat. Her on, last at bat today. On Friday in the state tournament. <laughs> on Friday yeah, in the yeah. state tournament. <laughs> yeah, I got ahead of myself there. <laughs> Swung and hit up the middle. That's going to get through for a base hit. Waits is waved around third. She's going to score the tying run. Jaden Herring comes through. Eight to eight, our score. And Brett Waits said it's senior leadership right there, and, and that's how you answer. She fought and, and, and got into it and took that right where it needed to go. Still only one out in the inning. Kaylee Crenshaw stops at second. That's going to draw a visit to the circle. Cedar Bluff is going to talk it over. What a game. Wow. <laughs> what an atmosphere. This this what, been, what an atmosphere. I mean, what, what more could you ask out of two teams fighting to save their seasons they have played extremely good softball. This hasn't been a sloppy game where they're both trying to no. give it away. They're clawing and fighting tooth and nail for this ball game on both sides. And another clutch hit for Jaden Herring has brought Woodland even once again. And you said it, neither team wants their season to end. And, and that's, that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah, you're fighting for your season. Eight to eight, our score. Woodland has tied it here in the sixth. They've got the potential go-ahead run at second base. One out in the inning. I think we're the only game in the stadium. Taylor Wilson at the plate. <laughs> the meeting in the circle is complete. I'm getting texts from my brother and my sister-in-law from Fetville. They're supporting. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than this, guys. I'm sorry. Wilson hits a roller out towards short. The play gonna is going to be made to first to retire Wilson. Both the runners move up to second and third. Wilson out for out number two. Good play by Maddie Payne at short. She had to work around the runner, keep her focus on the ball. She fielded it cleanly and made a good strong throw. That was not an easy play. Yeah, Payne really had to weave her way around there. She went right, left, right, left a couple of times and then fielded it and gathered herself to make the throw. So two outs, runners second and third. We've seen Cedar Bluff get those two out hits. Can Woodland do it and take the lead here? The pitch gets by the She's backstop. The throw comes home, not in time, gets by the Ready pitcher. Jaden Herring's coming home. She's safe. Woodland leads it 10-8. <laughs> there you go, Jaden Herring. That aggressive base running by her. She hit third and then she was coming home. A wild pitch results in two runs. Woodland takes the lead for the first time since the first inning. Team. I got I got dirt in my eyes, guys. I'm sorry. Tim, <laughs> three outs now. Now the, now the countdown is on. Now the countdown is on. 
Woodland not done in the inning. Two outs. The base is empty now, though. Rayleigh Williams. And a 1-0 count, I believe. That one missed. Oh, no, called strike. I jumped the gun on it. And the scoreboard only keeping up with the outs. They, they've abandoned the balls and strikes. Yeah, yeah sometimes. So, yeah. So it's, I believe, one and one to Rayleigh Williams. She swings and misses out in front on that one. That was a really good change up there. One and two. Coach Shelton telling her where she needs to be in, the, in, her, in her stance and in her swing. The one, two is way high. Two and two now. Yeah, just going back to that two-run play, the, the wild pitch, the runner came home from third. That was Crenshaw. They tried to throw back to the pitcher covering the plate. That ball got by her out into the infield, and that's what allowed Herring to come on home. Swing and a miss. Rayleigh Williams strikes out, and that ends the inning. But Woodland will take the field in the seventh with the lead. Three outs away from playing tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Woodland leads at 10 to 8 as we go to the seventh. A third-generation family-owned company, Steel Fab is one of the largest and most experienced steel fabricators in the United States. Evolving from a local business with roots in North Carolina into a national brand with 13 fabrication facilities, 16 offices across the country, our team prides itself on outstanding customer service and on-time delivery of a superior product, providing quality jobs to the citizens of Randolph County. The employees of Steel Fab proudly support the schools here in Randolph County. Top of the seventh inning. Woodland takes the field, leading it 10 to eight. They scored four runs in the sixth to turn a two-run deficit into a two-run lead. And now they're three outs away from victory. Three outs. <laughs> Just How are your nerves, bro? Oh, man, I, I had to stand up and kind of get myself under, under order right here. I'm... I'm Nervous as a cat. This has been a ball game. If you've been listening with us, and I know a lot of you have from the start, Woodland started out with a 2-0 lead, but then fell behind 3-2, and it's been back and forth ever since then with Woodland only being able to pull even. They've never reclaimed the lead I, uh, until this last half inning where they scored four. I think I need someone to go check on my wife down there. I'm not sure she's going to be able to, <laughs> she's just to gonna handle this. Be passed out in the <laughs> yeah, floor like a yeah. lot of people in Woodland. This is one of those heart-pounding games, and hopefully they can get three outs quietly here in the seventh. But a tough task. The top of the order coming up for Cedar Bluff: Harley Nelson, Maddie Payne, Jordan Walker against Juliana Lovern. First pitch is low. To Nelson, who's 0 for 4. She struck out, flied out, and popped out twice. You know, this is the meat of their lineup. You know, this is this is best against best right here in the seventh inning. It doesn't get any better than this. And you're if you're Woodland, Juliana Lovern as a pitcher, you gotta find that happy medium between being relaxed and being focused. If you get yourself too tense and too worked up, that's not what you want. If you relax and let your guard down, you certainly don't want that either. As Lovern has fallen behind 2-0. and oh. That was a wasted trip except for. <laughs> you got a snow cone. Snow cone. Now, Adam, you are very talented, but pulling off the snow cone. Well, the brackets <laughs> have not been filled out up okay. there. 
So we don't know who the opponent will be tomorrow. Should Woodland, <laughs> Woodland hold on and win here. It's a 3-0 count to Nelson to start the seventh. And it does look like we are the last. No, there's one more behind us. The 3-0. There's a called strike at the belt, 3-1. and one. And Mayor Tim Cove just sent me a text with Dowie's mayor, uh, and he said, wow, what a game. Uh, and Brother Tim, just listening, I know it sounds good. You ought to be here. Yeah. 3-1. <laughs> hit out towards short on a high hop. Good Sunday hop for Williamson. She throws across for, for, to first. Two outs. For the out. One out in the seventh. Two outs to go. Known Tim Coe most of, well, not most of my life, but, you know, I didn't come over here until I was 15, but known him since then, so. Well, that, I guess I am older than that. Now. I, that I, would I, make you most of my life. I'm not going to tell the story. I, I told it last year at the uh, – uh, the festival that uh, they're having at the end of the month, the Frog Level Festival. I've known Tim for a long time. Maddie Payne, the shortstop, takes low for ball one. Good job by Juliana Lover, and she fell behind 3-0 to the leadoff batter and battled back to get the out. That's a huge first out here in this seventh inning. You walk that leadoff batter, it changes the inning entirely. You get her out, and that's a huge swing for Woodland. 1-0, swing and a miss. It's 1-1. One one. Guys, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Woodland holds on to win this. Uh, this, these fan, this fan base is going to erupt. Oh, they it's gonna be they might just spend the night here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just party all night. 1-1, one one, popped up. Shallow Who's center. Who's going to get it? It's center field. Wilson comes in and makes the catch. One out. Tim, one out. And that's a big one. Payne was hot. She was three for four before that fly out to shallow center. Base is empty, two outs in the seventh. Woodland leading at 10 to eight. One out away from victory and moving on to the final four. You go get them, Juliana. Jordan Walker at the plate. She swings, hits one into shallow center. That's going to get down for a two out base hit. <laughs> So the work not done yet. Reese Patterson is the batter. And Mayor Scott Carter said he wasn't going to let Tim Coe outdo him. He's listening <laughs> and he hollered, go Bob Bobcats. <laughs> this is what makes this special. Yeah. So a runner at first and one, or two outs rather. Patterson takes high for ball one. Mm. And those that were sitting in the bleachers to our right have now risen. I believe I would be if we had room. The 1-0. Misses inside and low, 2-0. Patterson also has had a good day at the plate. She's got an RBI single, a walk. She's been hit by a pitch, been on base three times. And I've known Scott Carter for a long time, too. <laughs> the 2-0. High for ball three. I haven't known him as long, but he's been very supportive. Great guy. Well, we saw Lovern get the out 3-0 to start the inning. She's going to have to battle back here again, 3-0 to Reese Patterson. And she took a little something off just to get it over. 
Gets the called strike and it's three and one. Good, she needs good placement here. Good placement here. Coach Shelton looking at what she wants to give her. Lovern has the sign. The wind and the 3-1 pitch. Called strike two. It's a full count. One strike away now, Woodland, from advancing. Runner will be on the move from first. Three, three and two, two outs. Woodland leads it by two. Looking for one more strike from Juliana Lover, and here's the pitch. She got her swinging. Woodland comes back winning. She got it. That is ball game. Celebration for the Woodland Lady Bobcats. A come from behind victory. They trailed it eight to six in the sixth. Scored four runs in that inning. They win it ten to eight. They advance to the final four and will play tomorrow at ten a.m. Final four in the state, Tim and Adam. Final uh, yeah, four there you in go. The, state. Uh, the confetti, the confetti went flying over in the uh, bleachers uh, to our right along the first base dugout. You hear, still hear the crowd. Uh, they have not updated the brackets, Tim, uh, and so I'm not real sure. I went over to look, uh, so I'm. We don't know Woodland's opponent uh, tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Uh, and let me see if yours is any different than theirs. Uh, no, they had not done anything. So uh, all we know is uh, and hugs and kisses everywhere. I hope you know her. Yeah, Mr. White's uh, just got uh, a big hug and a kiss from his better half. Uh, but uh, it, as Tim Coe said, wow, what a game. And, guys, it was. This was a, a tremendous ball game. Uh, never, never say die. The Lady Cats just fought and fought and fought. They answered it almost every opportunity they got behind or the game was tied. And that – their perseverance there just took them over the top. Yes, yes. Cardiac cats. I mean, <laughs> they were it this time. And they've been that a lot this season. And and that was just great. You know, I look over and I see some Cedar Bluff. You know, they had a lot of seniors. And uh, just hats off to them. Been a great rivalry. Their fan base has been really great. Um, just hats off to them. But congratulations to those Lady Cats making it to the Final Four again. And, I, and I'm going to say this uh, before everybody uh, gets out of here. Uh, as Terry Allen hollered, woo-hoo, uh, download the Mixer app on your smartphone, smart device, whatever you listen to, uh, and that's M-I-X-L-R, and, and, and follow iSchool Sports, and then go over and uh, search Woodland and follow that. Uh, and, of course, we do this for all four of the schools in Randolph County. That's the easiest way to get the notification uh, that when we're going live. But uh, we can tell you that uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow morning. We'll have to bring a fresh tent. Uh, but I have, uh, I have several in the uh, closet, so uh, we'll break out another tent and uh, get ready for uh, the broadcast. And, uh, Tim, uh, you and Brett, can uh, any other comments and wrap it up? I, I want to let Brett have the last word. This is his school. His daughter's out there playing. What a moment. Oh, man, just, you know, so proud. So proud of all these girls and just so proud of this moment. Like I said, Final Four. You know, you're in the Final Four. And, and again, for these, this group of girls, you just can't, you can't say enough about them. This fan base, everybody listening, you need to be here tomorrow and you need to be listening to us tomorrow because it's going to be electric. And I'm going to say this, don't count them out for going all the way. This is a Woodland team that is determined. They played with the best team or one of the best teams in this tournament and almost beat them. And so this Woodland Bobcat team 
has something about them that's worth watching and worth following, and they may have a deep run in this tournament yet in, in a minute. And, guys, it's 35 minutes, 40 minutes from, from the house to get here, uh, you know, and it's a great facility. Uh, come out and support them tomorrow. Uh, and I can't tell you the number of people that were here listening to us, so oh, yeah. you can do the same, you know. Uh, I, I think the girls would rather you be here and supporting them than I had you listening to us. I, we appreciate it, you know, but uh, – There's no reason to not do both. Yeah. There's no it, reason it, to not it, do both. Exactly. Well, y'all ready to get some sleep and come back tomorrow? Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Let's do it. All right. Brent Lady. Waits won't sleep. <laughs> no, no, I'm not sleeping tonight. Lady Cats get their second win of the day. They go 2-1 and one on the day in the state tournament. 10-8, to eight, the final score over Cedar Bluff here. For Adam Slade, Brett Waits, I'm Tim Althork. This has been Woodland Softball on the iSchool Sports Network. Thank you for listening with us. We'll see you tomorrow morning. This has been the Class 1A Softball State Championship Tournament on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Today's broadcast has been brought to you in part by the Knowles Group, Southern Union State Community College, WM Grocery, First Bank of Alabama, State Farm Insurance, Agent Ken Seifert, ML Aubrey, Main Street Animal Hospital, Meadows Farm Equipment, Ray Bucks Farm Supply, Steel Fab, the Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, the Town of Woodland, Downtown 56 Pizza and Grill, and the Randolph Leader. Rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written permission of the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. This is the iSchool Sports Network.